Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. You're listening to The Modern Coach Podcast, episode number 13, the five ways to stay sane, productive, and profitable this summer, even if you have no time or energy. Let's get on with the show. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I need you to imagine me right now in the most awkward of circumstances and how many of us have been here on the literal floor because we have people staying with us, we have life happening to us and perhaps life isn't quite as quote-unquote perfect as you sort of want it to be, as it is on the Instagrams and on the Facebooks, right? And the reason I'm starting this way is because, to, to be honest, I wasn't, even, I wasn't even going to share this with you, but I think it's important to demystify some of the glossiness that, that is happening on the interwebs. Um, and sometimes needs must, right? Sometimes you just have to get things done. And the reality is, is that, you know, over the last few months, my life has drastically shifted because I'm Ukrainian and obviously there's a war happening there which means that I have a friend staying with me thankfully she's got her visa so um, this is freaking exciting we've been we were waiting forever but it does mean that my usual office is currently occupied by her she's you know getting on her feet and that's totally fine like we have the space she's she's happy there right and I think that so many so many clients I talk to experience very very similar things where they have you know family members come to stay they have kids who are no longer in school they have you know their husbands who who take holidays you know they have their their friends who want to come and stay and sometimes it feels like all of these people who come into our life just don't get the fact that we have you know a business and we can't just switch off whenever we want to um for most of us in that like startup phase. So I think it becomes sort of a goal for a lot of my clients to be able to switch off, to be able to, you know, turn off their brain and actually be able to fully immerse themselves in their friends, in in holidays, in in those relationships. So the conversations around this time of the year come come up, you know, the things that we talk about are things like, how do I make more time? How do I not murder my children? How do I, you know, not murder or divorce my husband? How do I stay sane? And how do I actually do the things that my business needs me to do while all of these external forces are keeping me distracted, keeping me stuck, keeping me essentially, you know, busy doing other things, anything other than business. 
and ain't that the truth right so the reason i'm starting starting this off with i want you to imagine me like my so the studio that i usually record these in um the the wonderful guy who's been helping me he's got covid so i'm currently in the least windiest part of my house in sort of in the middle of you know a fairly secluded corridor with like coats around me to try and muffle the sound I've got my lantern like this bright pink lantern which is if I may say so super cute we've got this lantern and I've got my you know Terry Pratchett books stacked (laughs) so that the microphone doesn't fall and I've got my notes on my lap and I'm leaning in to speak to you so this this is what like the reality sometimes looks like like you have to improvise particularly when uh, outside forces are you know in the way particularly when it's summer and shit is hitting the fan and i think that sometimes you know we see all of the all of the perfect people online and we think god she must have it all together like i w- just wish i could do all the things and i think sometimes it's just like a reality check that like I'm recording this in in my pajamas because because I I didn't do it earlier. I had I had a VIP day and other things I was doing, and I'm going away to Rome tomorrow. It's my anniversary with my other half, and I'm very excited about it. And I don't want to be doing this in Rome. So you know, I had a quick shower, I packed, I you know got my tre- Terry Pratchett tower out, and here we are recording this very very needed episode. And I think sometimes you have to find those pockets of time. This is not even one of the one of the tips that I'm going to give you today, but sometimes we have to find the pockets of time where you are alone and it's quiet and no one is asking you questions and no one's trying to reach you and no one is trying to, you know, essentially quote unquote distract you. And sometimes when you have promised to yourself that you're going to show up when you've promised to yourself that you're going to sell the thing, when you've promised to your client that you're going to do this thing, sometimes you have to, you know, show up regardless of whatever is going on. So it's sort of like weighing up all of the things that you that you have committed to and deciding when am I actually going to do the things and, you know, being realistic with your time. So today, obviously, I was not very realistic with my time. I thought I would get this done in the morning, but things happened. So I didn't. So now we here we are on the floor with the Tower of Books. It's going to be great. Maybe I'll even share like a behind the scenes photo of the setup um, just to make you laugh. And I'll link it down in the show notes below so that you can, <laughs> you can see you can see what sometimes what, what the content process looks like sometimes. And, you know, I think it's really, really important for everyone to remember that in a perfect world, this would be in a studio. In a perfect world, we would be, you know, batch recording um, episodes in a perfect world, it would be, you know, fully scripted and great, and there would be there would be no hiccups. But we don't live in a perfect world, and living with this illusion that our summer, which is supposed to be full of fun and laughter and playfulness and all of those wonderful things, our summer is not there for like a perfect you know buttoned up schedule our summer is there if we have kids or we have family you know around our summer is there to like spend that time with them our our businesses are there to give us the freedom to do whatever the fuck we like whenever the fuck we like 
on our own schedule. So if you need to record a podcast at, you know, an, a different time than what was on your calendar, if you need to go and do something that isn't on, you know, the normal quote-unquote roster, I want you to stop, I want you to stop feeling guilty for it. And I want you to remember that, you know, you are doing your best with the time that you have. Can that be used better? Sure, everyone can be a little bit better, right? With all of the things that they're doing. But it doesn't mean that we need to punish ourselves for doing things outside of a schedule. You're an entrepreneur for a reason. You decided to have this business so that you could do the things that you wanted to do at the time that you wanted to do them. And I think it's a balance between can I find, you know, the structures and the support to give me the things that I need to, you know, to give me the structures that I need to flourish? And also, where can I break all of the rules? Where can I burn everything down so that I am in creative flow? You know, and I think sometimes the best things come from the most unexpected places at at the most unexpected times. So, you know, we have our five ways to say, same productive and profitable the summer, even if you have no time or energy. And I want you to go into the summer thinking, you know, we're in, we're in quarter, quarter three. It's going to be great. Very, I'm very excited for quarter three. I have some seriously amazing things coming up for you. But, you know, quarter three for me, July is my birthday month. So it's, you know, the sexiest month of the year as far as I'm concerned. I typically have five to maximum six working days in July. This happens every single year because it's like it's my birthday. It's my mom's birthday. It's my best friend's birthday. We usually go away in July. It's like the end of school. And, you know, we have things like sports day and cheerleading practice and other things that I do with um my little sister who is who is 10 and adorable and you know she is priority numero uno for most things in july so july is a full month and you know as i was compiling this list all my clients laugh at me when i say like i literally only have six working days and this year i'm I'm feeling very lucky because i've got this extra day that's come out of nowhere i don't know i don't know how that's come about but maybe it's like the traveling days And what do I do with those six days? And how do I even, you know, recognize what is what is actually going to be profitable and what is going to keep me sane? So today's conversation is all about that. And I wanted to give you that preamble so that you have like the context to understand that you can do all of the things that you need to do with a limited time span. You don't need to be working a hundred hour long days in order to be profitable in your coaching business. Like this is not a requirement. This is a fallacy that we're telling ourselves. It is literally just redistributing your time slightly differently. And also like having the mindset to stop punishing yourself for not having all of the time in the world. Like it's okay if you want to go to your kid's cheerleading game. If it's okay if you want to go to, you know, a sports day. It's okay if you want to go and just chill out with your husband for the afternoon. It's also okay if you want to be immersed in your work and if summer is super, you know, slow and quiet for you and it's your ramp up time. All of this is fine because you make the rules. I think we forget this sometimes, particularly when it comes to summer. Like all my clients forget this. I'm like, you make all the rules. You get to decide what happens in your business and when. You get to decide the frequency and the consistency at which you show up. Own it. Magic it. 
But let's not kid ourselves that the summer is the quote-unquote the exact same time of the year as anything else. No, we have to plan differently for the summer because the summer, you know, brings with it its own challenges and its own magic. So let's get into it. What are the five ways for you to get profitable and productive? I hear you ask me. So number one, for, for me for sure, and you know, we laugh because I am currently in a hallway with a stack of books, but having a dedicated workspace and having, you know, a specific spot that is set up for you to be optimal and productive is so, so, so important. So the first thing that I did when my my friend came to stay with us and came essentially to live with us for a few months while she figures out her life is I got a, an office. I was like, okay, we're going to have to have a dedicated workspace that is outside of here because my office is now in use and, you know, our shared whatever common areas where we have like different working spaces in our house are going to be occupied because there's going to be a third person with us. Um, and I, I just knew that wasn't going to work for me. So what we ended up doing was getting an office and both myself and my other half work in the, in the creative industry, we work for ourselves. So he needs a space, I need a space. And we figured that, you know, the best way to do that is to actually have an outside space that is dedicated to work. Now, the good news is, is that, you know, we have that space. The bad news is, is that, you know, I can't always necessarily do the things. So if you have a podcast, for example, that you need to record, make sure that there is a silent area in said office because our office is super loud. There is always something going on in there. And even like the call booths, because they are so hot, it's actually impossible to record anything in there. Like it's fine for, for doing like calls and meetings, but for specific like podcast recordings, I was like, I cannot do this. So it's little things like this that I didn't even like anticipate I would need to do. But for you, if you don't have a podcast, but you need somewhere else to work. And let's say that you're not at a place where you want to get an office or maybe you don't have enough profit in the bank to justify getting a dedicated workspace. I would say one of two things. Number one, is a dedicated workspace going to help you get profitable faster? If the answer is yes, then I would potentially budget differently and, and get one anyway. There are lots of hot desking options. There are lots of like day passes that you can buy. There are lots of different options for um, coaches and for entrepreneurs. That's thing number one. But thing number two, and what I, again, this, like the number one piece of advice I give my clients and they're like, oh my God, I thought about this, but I never did it. And then I did it and it, it made everything better. I tell them to either go to a cafe, like literally go as, as basic as it sounds, go to a Starbucks, the Wi-Fi there works, you know, go to your local cafe. That's thing number one. Or thing number two is go to a library. Like I love a library. A library is, when I, when I used to live in London, that is my number one top favorite place to work was a library because they are quiet. There is again, Wi-Fi there. You can have, you know, they usually in London, they're in beautiful buildings, which also helps. So if, if you live in a big city, typically the libraries have that like yummy old smell book that just makes my like inner nerd sigh. Like imagine the uh, Rapunzel gif with like the, ah, oh, that is how I feel about libraries. So I love a library too, because the library is set up for essentially your ultimate success. Lots of my clients literally take library days 
and go away outside of the house, outside of the kids. They either get like childcare for the for the day, or they get their husband to to pop in, or they get their wife to pop in, and actually, you know, take over the fun activities that you can have. That like dedicated work time, and I think that's really really important. Is you know, you having the space to do the things that you need to do, and like one afternoon of uninterrupted work time can sometimes be so much more powerful than a scattered 30 minutes every single day for the week. Um, I would always go for the dedicated time block where you can hyper-focus and get a lot more done. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is work out your actual working hours. So the reason I know I have six days in July is because I sat down and I struck off all of the days that I'm not working. So the days that I'm in Rome, I'm not working. The days that I'm at, you know, Andrea's sports day, I'm not working. My birthday, I'm not working. My birthday weekend, I'm not working. You know, days that we're going on, you know, a family holiday, I'm not working. I've struck all of those things off and I'm not kidding myself. I'm under no illusions that I'm going to like sit at an airport and write a post. Like, no, it's not happening. If that does happen, it's a bonus for sure. But most, I don't want to be working when I'm at the airport. I don't want to be working when I'm on holiday. So I've just struck off those days from my calendar. So it gives me the flexibility to be like, oh, okay, well, I only have all of these days. So therefore I have to budget my time appropriately. So number two is work out your actual working days and how many hours you have in said working days. So maybe you have, you know, two or three days, quote unquote, in your calendar, but you have events or something in the day or in the afternoon, or, you know, I see this all the time where uh, parents, particularly with, with parents that I work with, I love you, my parents. I I get that it's a stressful time for you. Like you're in in 10x hyper sensitivity mode because your kids want your attention and they want your affection and they want you to pay, you know, to take them to stuff and they want you to drive them. And if you have older kids, they want driving lessons and yada, yada, yada. Like I totally do get the overwhelm. But also that doesn't mean that you can't plan your time accordingly. You can't, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't implement rules where, your kids need to give you 48 hours notice or it's not happening. Like one of my clients, bless her. And actually this is one of my family members too. Her kids will like come up to her and just ask her for favors all the time. And I'm like, well, wait a second. You know, would you just go up to someone and ask them to do something for you just because, or would you give them the courtesy of, of a deadline, right? Or a courtesy of a heads up. Why are we saying yes to all the things? Let's put a, you know, let's put a new rule in place. You need 48 hours notice to do anything, like drive a kid to a cinema. Well, you didn't give me 48 hours notice. Like sometimes we have those rules and boundaries to make your life easier, you know? And I think sometimes we forget that we can do that when it comes to our business things. You're not a hobby, you're a business. And businesses have schedules um, and they also need to make money in case you forgot. I think that's also a very, very important point. So number one, have a dedicated workspace. Go out of your house. Number two, work out your actual working hours. Number three, have a dedicated work time and selling time. Okay. Dedicated work time as in when am I actually going to be working on my business? And when am I actually going to be making offers in said business? So working on your business, writing content is not selling time. You know, selling time is when is when am I going to be having my consults? When am I going to be pitching an offer? When do I do that masterclass? When do I do that, you know, whatever it may be, the interview that's going to lead to a sale? When is my actual promotional time? 
believe you me, out of the six days in August, in August, out of the six days in July, excuse me, like four of those days are full on selling time. <laughs> like we, we are not kidding around here. We know what the priority is in the business. And the priority is always how can we impact more people? How do we impact more people? We make offers. We help them get results. And I think that sometimes we forget. Sorry, I'm like shifting all the things and shifting my setup. So we're going to just we're going to just deal with it. Um, and so I think sometimes, you know, it's it's things like not working said time out and not budgeting those hours that you sort of fuck yourself because you don't think about well actually if I if removed all of the stuff like that is just actually in my calendar for all of July or all of August or whatever all of even September if I just knew what my time budget was it would be so much easier for you to dedicate that time then you know that do you have time to revamp your Google Drive no you don't you know that, you know, if you have six days in your, or your July, do you have time to, you know, idea a new product and launch something new? Well, probably not. You've only got six days, you know, and it gives you the compass to make better business decisions. So I would always have a dedicated work time and sale, sales time in your calendar. It's two separate time blocks. Number four, reduce your commitments. Amp up your commitments must do. So what do I mean by that? I mean, adjust accordingly. So if you have all of the free time in the world, so in this year, for example, you know, my August is quote unquote freer than usual. So I have more things, more projects that I can get done in August than I would usually do over the summer period. Now, yes, this means more time for me to focus on things, right? Things that I might've wanted to do in July then get moved to August and vice versa. For you, that might look like, you know what, I've only got a few working days in July. That means I need to reduce the things that I'm doing with clients. That means I need to rethink my structure of my calls. It means that I need to, you know, instead of doing, let's say, weekly sessions, maybe we go to fortnightly. Maybe we do a VIP day instead of a, like a month-long coaching situation. Maybe I need to figure out those travel dates with clients. Like you need to adjust accordingly based on the time budget that you have. And finally, number five, get your family slash kids involved in the biz process. So I think this is something that a lot of people fall into the mistake of where they don't actually involve their kids or their family in the business. I always say this to my clients, like my favorite thing, my favorite exercise to, to set is like if you have a dedicated working space or you've been meaning to redecorate your office for forever or you've been meaning to set up a, an area in your house that will be your office, get your kids involved. Like take them to Ikea, get them to paint the wall with you, get them to pick out the fairy lights, involve them in the process. They, they're just bored. Like they want to they wanna see that you are paying attention to them. They want you to connect with them. That doesn't mean that you need to, you know, separate the two things. It means that you have an opportunity to teach them some cool shit. It means that you have the opportunity to show them the things that you're doing. Like one of my favorite things to do with my little sister is to go and buy things like whiteboards and markers and like things for content. This last 
SCA launch, what I did was I did like a whole wall mural that was a full heart with her. And I got her to like cut out the hearts with me and stick them on the wall. And we like made a whole day activity out of it. Like, do I need a heart backdrop? No, I don't. But does it get her excited about me doing the things? Yes, it does. And does it make a cool backdrop? Yes, it does. You know, so I think sometimes we forget that the people around us just want us to pay attention to them. They don't expect you, you know, to, they don't expect you to do anything extra. You don't need to take them to the moon. You don't need to like bend over backwards. But can you involve the people around you in your processes that need to happen? 100%. Like, let's get creative with it. What can your, you know, family members help you achieve? Like, one of my one of my really great friends is the comedy writer. And she went viral over the pandemic because she started involving her parents in her, like, sketches. And it worked really, 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 really well because it meant that, you know, people were connecting not with her, but also with her whole family. And it also meant that when she was recording content, her family were like excited for her instead of being like, oh, she's recording content again. So there are different ways for you to include your family members and your and your kids specifically in your business. Um, and I think that's that's one really, really great way that you can start thinking about like, can I incorporate the people in my life to make this, this thing, this mission that I'm on um, more fun? At the end of the day, your friends and family want you to su- succeed. And if they don't, then they don't need to be in your circle. You know, <laughs> if they don't want you to succeed, then why are they even there? We need to probably expel them from our energy, right? Expel them from 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 our boundaries, you know? Um. Okay, bonus things that I wanted to say very, very quickly. So I think that sometimes we forget that we can set things up differently with our clients and we can simplify. So a lot of the time, every every quarter, whenever this this goes for general, not just the summer, but in general, I will always look at what are the processes that I have going on with my clients? What's my schedule like? And I will tweak things. So like last quarter, my call days were Mondays and Fridays. And this quarter, I'm like, mm, that doesn't really work for me. I don't like the fact that I have calls on a Monday. I don't like the fact that I'm not like getting ahead of the things that I need to get ahead of. So if I want to do like these specific projects in my business, I probably need to shift things around. So then we moved like my one-to-one calls to a different day because the Mondays just didn't work for me. And I think it's okay for you to readjust. And again, remind yourself that you are the business owner and you get to make the fucking rules. So what would work best for you? When would be the days that are most suited for you, for you to do your coaching, for you to do your, you know, your business stuff? Um, It doesn't have to be a set, a set diary, you know, we make up these arbitrary days and schedules based on, you know, societal norms. So just remind yourself that you can do whatever you like. Um, And, you know, I think if you have a little bit less time, this is the final point I want to make. If you have limited time over the summer, instead of trying to sell 101 different things, I would really, really, really encourage you to just focus on selling one thing. Like pick a pick a pain point, pick a pick a problem that your people are struggling with and go ahead and just market your services, your coaching around that one specific thing. Market yourself around one problem that you can solve and prioritize that. Because at the end of the day, unity in your messaging, the, you know, 
the consistency that you'll have trying to just talk about one thing versus trying to sell 20 different things at once is going to, you know, clarity equals cash. So the clarity is going to generate the interest. So even if you have limited time over the summer, it doesn't mean that you still can't make money. And I think it, you know, it really preludes to what are the systems that you have in place? And do you have plans? Do you have a content plan? Do you have a client onboarding plan? Do you have a sales plan? Do you have a plan to make your business function? And, you know, I would always, always start with how many days am I working? And literally like go down that list and start to put those little things in place. Because even if you have limited time, you, you've you done harder things than work over a summer. You know, you've done harder things than manage manage your family, manage expe- expectations, manage schedules. You've done harder things in your life than, you know, going through this specific time period. And in fact, I would even say to you that the summer is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to, you know, bring out that flirty, fun energy in you. So I would say to you that, like, how can you put more fun back into your business? How can you reconnect with yourself over this period? Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. I, I'm hoping to be back to a normal normal schedule next week. Let me know what you thought inside of my Instagram DMs. I'm at Elisa K Coaching. Uh, leave us a, a review if you can, for we are in a small but mighty podcast. And that means that every single review, a like and share matters. And as always, I will see you next Thursday. For now, have an amazing start to your summer. I will speak to you next week. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news, Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.